Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. We made it to another Friday, which means another week has come and gone during the COVID-19. Mark Aram, the bananas with you live till 8 p.m. here on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Uh, most of the gang here tonight, Low T, with a scheduled day off on this Friday. Doing Oh, he's going turkey hunting, which actually might be good for us. To say, are we running out of turkey, too? I think we are. I think we're running out of everything. Now, hopefully, whoever Chuck is going hunting with... Will kill some turkeys. Is a better shot than he is. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, historically, in the, I don't know, how long we've been doing the show together? How long ago? Five, Five years. Five years. Yeah. Uh, Chuck is like batting 100. Like one out of 10 hunting trips, he comes back with something. So hopefully his uh, hunting partners will will provide us with some nice juicy turkeys. That'd be great. Nice juicy. Is that the turkey a mainstay in the Mexican diet? Is it? Yeah, bird fowls, yeah. Yeah. I but mean, not chicken. I think chickens are just easier and raise yeah. them. And I got you. Yeah. All right. Just a little knowledge there. I'm trying to figure out. Well, they are turkeys are indigenous to North America. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah. Turkey enchiladas, turkey burritos. Mm, never had that before. Really? I make them after Thanksgiving really? every year. Oh, yeah, they're good. That'd they're be good, cool. Longoria. I'll give you my recipe. Um, <laughs> I'll take speaking that. of recipes, today is the anniversary of the uh, the beginnings of Coca Cola. Today's National Have a Coke Day. We'll talk about Atlanta's uh, number one export to the world, Coca Cola, and uh, COVID conference calls. I was on a conference call yesterday. During the COVID, and it didn't go well. Actually, it was on two, and neither went well, but each for different reasons. But we want to stop with the uh, start with the big story. I was going to say big local story, but it's actually become a big national story. What's going on in Glynn County? Joining us live from Channel 2 Action News, our buddy Tony Thomas in Brunswick, Georgia. Tony, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Doing well. How about yourself? I am uh, I'm very intrigued about what's going on, so... I sleep through a majority of the middle of the day, and a lot of folks listening right now are just getting off work, so they might not have heard the very latest on the Ahmad Arbery story out of Brunswick, Georgia. You've been following it for Channel 2. Uh, what is the latest? Get us caught up to date, if you don't mind. Well, after about 10 weeks of little action, uh, take a step back. This, there was an actual video of this shooting of Ahmad. He was a jogger running down a street um, about uh, five miles outside of Brunswick here in Glynn County. Local authorities did not prosecute the shooter or his dad that was involved in all this. The uh, video is leaked. GBI gets involved. 36 hours later, both men are arrested. Travis McMichael and his father, Greg, a former retired law enforcement official from down here in Glynn County, appeared before a judge this afternoon, murder, aggravated assault, no bond. At the same time, just a couple hours earlier, outside the courthouse, Hundreds of protesters arrived for a rally uh, organized by the NAACP, hundreds of them outside this, calling for more action, calling for resignations of local officials, and celebrating the fact that there's finally been arrests made in this case. Tony Thomas from Channel 2 Action News joining us in uh, Glynn County, Georgia, on the Mark Aram Show. The last I heard this morning, so we, we carried the GBI press conference live 
uh, it was some, uh, some good, valuable information there. Uh, and then fast forward into today, uh, there was actually a court appearance. I didn't even know if there would be because of what's going on with the coronavirus, but there was a, a court appearance today. Yeah, it was by video link, so they didn't actually directly up here in court. Uh, the McMichaels live in this uh, subdivision just outside of Brunswick. Now, their side is that they say they just got a report of a burglary and a, a vacant or a house being built about three doors down from where they live in this small subdivision. They look outside, and they see Ahmad running by. He's out jogging. They think he's the burglar. So the former, the retired law enforcement guy and his son jump in their pickup trucks, shotguns in hand, and go down. They get about three, four houses down, try to make what they say was going to be a citizen's arrest. There's a struggle between the 26-year-old Ahmad and Travis McMichael. Three shots from that shotgun, and um, Arbery was killed. A third man was with the McMichaels. He was videoing all this. That was handed over to authorities, and that's how this all began. Now, if the video hadn't been leaked, we might not be having Tony on the show to talk about this tonight. The video was taken that's by right. the third man involved in this situation. Do we know how the video got leaked, and do we know the uh, if, if that person that took the video, the third person involved, is is going to be under any uh, legal uh, prosecution or, or at least getting looked at in this in this situation? We'll start there. GBI Director Vic Reynolds told me uh, this morning when he had helicoptered down here that they're looking at that. And that third man may still be charged. They don't believe they have the evidence right now. But that is a strong possibility. How this video got leaked, we know it came from a lawyer here in town with no obvious direct ties to the case. But he leaked it uh, to a local uh, radio station, which posted it online. Now, we're told local authorities have had this video for quite some time. They apparently did not believe it took uh, was strong enough evidence to make any arrest. GBI agents got called in on Tuesday night on this case, began boots on the ground Wednesday, and by Thursday afternoon, the two McMichaels were in handcuffs. And no bond for the, for the McMichaels, right? So that where are they being held right now, Tony? What's the next step in the legal process for them? They are being held in the Glen County Jail, just a few miles from their house. Bond at the magistrate level, at this level, is uh, automatically there is no bond on murder in Georgia. They will likely appeal that decision to a superior court judge. Uh, they will likely go before, uh, or the case will go before a grand jury once all this pandemic stuff gets passed and the court's fully open again. Tony Thomas from Channel 2 Action News joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Um, obviously, it's a big story here in Atlanta. It's become a huge story nationally. You've been on the ground in uh, in Brunswick and Glynn County now. What What's the local reaction to what's going on now and the national spotlight that is now on this community? Well, you know, the protesters, and there were protesters, probably at least half of them were from Atlanta, Savannah, Albany, from all over Georgia, you know, the pain and frustration here runs very deep. And they've been calling for action. They're glad this finally got out. But there are calls tonight and risks even within local leadership of the county about resignations they believe should happen because of all this. You know, there were connections of the uh, Gary McMichael used to work in law enforcement here. There are calls for resignation for the district attorney and for other investigators, even coming from one local county commissioner who's speaking out. 
saying he believes this investigation was hampered by the DA and others stepping in and saying, do not prosecute. So the, the shooting occurred February 23rd. It, it took till May Correct. 7th for the arrest to be made. In the meantime, um, what, what had been the, the temperature of, of, of Glynn County, of Brunswick, about this story? I mean, were, were, were the local channels, was this a big story locally for, for all of this time and wondering and asking questions about this? Or is this, you know, kind of went away for a while now, has bubbled up? Uh, it had gone away a little bit in the media attention, mainly pandemic and everything else. Yeah, You can't go anywhere in this small town without seeing signs, posters, placards of I run with Ahmad, meaning, you know, he was out for a jog. And I've seen probably 25, 30 people jogging down here on the main strip where the courthouse is today with uh, racing uh, signs attacked to their shirt with that signature phrase. That is all over. It has been bubbling in this town for the past 10 weeks, but Nobody, few people knew there was an actual video of it, and nobody had seen it except local authorities until this week when it was posted on social media. And, Mark, that is when this thing exploded. The pressure mounted, and the protesters take credit for putting so much pressure on Governor Kemp and the local authorities that the prosecutor finally called for the GBI to get involved. GBI cannot legally get involved in any case until local authorities ask for their help. So it's not like the GBI was sitting back and just saying, no, we're not going to get involved. They legally could not until they got that call Tuesday night about 930. 36 hours later, there's an arrest. GBI Director Vic Reynolds told me this morning that it was clear there was sufficient evidence as soon as his agents began looking at this case. So, so the GBI saw it immediately said sufficient evidence. Um, the, you mentioned the local authorities. I got to imagine they're going to be under a lot of scrutiny for for not doing anything with this for 10 weeks. And then the GBI on day one uh, files charges. A lot of pressure, a lot of scrutiny on those local folks down in Brunswick. Definitely on, on two fronts. First, on the uh, the police department, the county police department here, which was the agency investigating this and then on the district attorney's office for you know there's charges going back and forth on who said there really wasn't enough evidence in all this um, they had decided there's a conflict handed it off to a second prosecutor from uh, a few counties over he hadn't done anything either but then it turns out his son also worked for law enforcement in this county a lot of allegations going through long after maybe even this case is over with this is going to have uh, implications on this area and its leadership. Final question for our buddy Tony Thomas from Channel 2 joining us live from Glynn County, Georgia. Because of those local connections and the recusals, and is there a chance? I know it's really early to even speculate on this, but do you think when this does go to trial, if it goes to trial, we're going to have a change of uh, venue request, so move somewhere outside of Glynn County? That was a question asked at the press conference with the GBI today, and the prosecutor who uh, technically is handling it right now, says that's a question for the judge way down the line. They're not willing to talk about that right now. Um, you know, up until this happened this week, the 10 weeks prior, yeah, I'm saying it probably would have stayed here. Now, who knows? But then again, what other county in uh, at least the southern part of Georgia could you move it to? 
where it hasn't got about the same amount of publicity right now. Tony Thomas, amazing coverage from a huge, not only local, but now national story. Covering it, uh, of course, for Channel 2 Action News. You can get him again at the... uh, uh, Channel 2 Action News at 10 and 11 now. Two separate broadcasts from our folks upstairs. On Twitter, it's at Tony Thomas WSB. Tony, thanks so much. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe, my friend. All right. Thank you, my friend. Oh, Tony Thomas. What a huge, huge story. Good information there. I, I got to open up the phones. Your thoughts on what's going on down in Glynn County. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. There you are, Longoria. Welcome back to the show. 625, 58 chilly degrees on Peachtree Street. Great uh, reporting there from Tony Thomas from Channel 2 Action News. Getting us caught up to speed because I, I sleep during most of the day, so I, I missed a lot of the comings and goings. I heard the GBI press conference, and now we know no bond and uh, grand jury post-COVID. Your thoughts on what's going on in Brunswick, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Denise joins us in Canton. Denise, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Um, first, I want to say that I'm pro-law enforcement, but I am not pro-law enforcement, former, present, whatever, thinking that they think somebody has committed a crime when a kid's running down the street with nothing in his hands that they thought they rob somebody there isn't even anything there and then taking it upon themselves to try to stop them and shoot them in cold blood i mean it is sickening that this has happened and i am so so sorry for his mother not having her son on mother's day and all their family this is just disgusting and i hope if they find them guilty they give them the ultimate punishment Denise, thank you so much for your for your thoughtful call. I, I, I there's there's a lot of layers to this, and and you're right. Um, did the former law enforcement folks play that former law enforcement card? We still don't know all the facts. We still don't know what's going on. But I think not only uh, do the two McMichaels, Travis and Greg, who got arrested today, not only are they facing a lot of trouble. I think there's going to be a ton of scrutiny on the DA and the DA's office for not bringing charges. I mean, the shooting happened February 23rd, and it took the GBI coming in on May 7th for there to be charges. I think there's going to be a ton of scrutiny there as well. Oh, we got a break already for news, weather, and traffic. There you are. There's that break. Uh, we're going to come back with more of your calls. Be nice. Catfish Kill, uh, Crystal Wheeler is filling in for Low T Chuck. So you, you actually have a friendly voice answering your calls tonight. 404 872 0750 1-800-WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Yippers. Hey, this is Ray Liotta and you're listening to The Mark Needed that Ray Liotta drop on a Friday. Thank you, Longoria. Welcome back to the show. It is Friday. We are live with you till 8 in the p.m. Uh, Coming up on the show, a large national food, uh, food restaurant that's a little redundant. A large national restaurant has decided to close its doors permanently, even after we get through the coronavirus, including some, uh, there's some locations here in Metroland. We'll talk about that. But the big story locally and nationally, what's going on in Brunswick, Georgia. We had Tony Thomas on from Channel 2 Action News, been in Glynn County covering the latest details today on the, uh, the just the, the sad case of Ahmad Arbery. Uh, would have been his 26th birthday. He was gunned down back on February 23rd. The GBI has arrested Travis and Greg McMichael. No bond given. Uh, your thoughts on this uh, still developing story at 404-872-0750. 
404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Lee joins us in Atlanta. Lee, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on? Mark, how you doing, bud? Hanging in, man. Yeah, this case is very sad, man. You know, being an African-American, I can, I can understand where the parents are, are feeling right now. This kind of reminds me of the Trayvon Martin case back in 2012. Where George Zimmerman, George Zimmerman was arrested yeah. and charged also, but obviously was uh, not found guilty. Yeah, not found guilty. But in this case, you know, he was the young man was jogging. And, you know, it's just another case of, I, I hate to say, but racial, kind of racial profiling. Let me, um, let me, let me run something by you. And I've, ne- I've never yeah. told anyone this, and I'm going to tell the world right now. And I, wa- I want your thoughts as an African-American on, on how I handle the situation. Because I'm, I'm uber-sensitive. You know, I, I've, I, I worry about my, my friend's sons, and I have been right. for years, you know, with, with the situation like Trayvon Martin and this one and, and countless others. Like, just because of their skin color, there's a lot of prejudice going on. They prejudge. So a couple years ago, this might have been four years ago now, I get up to go to work at like three thirty, four in the morning, and I live in a in a gated complex. And uh, I go out to walk the dog. I walk Bosco before I before I go to work, and I see two young African American uh, teens. What were they appear to be teens from where I was standing, walking along right. the side of of uh, one of the the townhomes in my complex. This is like three thirty in the morning, right? This isn't normal. And I sat there. And I didn't do anything. You know, I, I, I was walking the dog. I just, I didn't do anything. I didn't call anyone. I didn't do anything. Um, and it turned out they were my neighbor's um, babysitters. My neighbor worked uh, early shift with me. And the, right. and they couldn't get into the house. Like, apparently, some what, there was a mix-up in communication. And they couldn't get into the door. And they were walking back out. And I, thankfully, I didn't call the police. And I thought, I mean, I've been thinking about this for a long time. If they were white, I think I would have called the cops. But I was I was so super sensitive to the situation that I right. didn't call the cops. I don't even know how to feel about that. I've I, I've honestly never even said that out loud to anyone before. Um, right. And I'm uh, what I mean, but but I'm I'm so concerned about the perception. And I was right. right in that case. I was right not to call. But if they were white, right. I think I might have called. Isn't that? It's, it's just <laughs> yeah, a weird world we live in. I don't know. Your thoughts on that, Lee? I've never told anyone that. And I just told everybody that. And wow, Mark, you know, that's honestly, you know, I, I would have thought you would have, you know, you know, them being black, you know, there's a sudden reaction, of, you know, with, you know, other races when you see you know, African-American at a certain time, a day in the neighborhood, you know, that it'll raise eyebrows. But in your case, Mark, you know, I don't, you know, you, you did the smart thing. You didn't call the cops right away because you're not too sure. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But if you had probable cause, there's nothing wrong with that. If you see uh, any kid, you know, they look suspicious and they, they trying to, you know, break a lock or trying yeah, to. Yeah, that's the thing. They were, they were just walking. I mean, they weren't yeah, like, they were just yeah, walking. exactly. Right. They were just walking. So you're not wrong for that anyway. And I feel like, Mark, you can relate. And you being, you know, Jewish, you know, I listen to you all the time. You're one of my favorite. Thank you're my you, favorite sir. Radio personality and um you know i feel like you have a you have an understanding i don't think you you don't jump ahead to conclusion and say oh this minority is a a a criminal right away and you didn't you didn't call the cops so you know that there's nothing wrong with that you know and and you did nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with that and i know now that i think about it like I've, i've actually said that out loud and i'm hearing myself saying it i probably wouldn't have called the cops if they're white either but I would have been, re- yeah. I would have been uh, 
really vigilant. You know, I would have been right. Kept right. an eye on them for just a couple more minutes yeah, to make sure yeah, they weren't doing anything exactly. shady. And but but right. but thinking about that, like these two, they, they I mean, they were at most twenty years old. They were babysitters for you know, and if they 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 saw me come out. And they must have been like, oh, no, this dude is definitely yeah. going to call the cops right. on us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's right, just right. a, a right. weird situation. But back to Brunswick. Um, the, have you seen the video? Like, that video is just yes, awful it's startling, to watch. Man. It, it's awful. And you know what, Mark? I, I jog. <laughs> I jog yeah. in neighborhoods and, you know, upscale. Uh, and my, my aunt lives in Bucket, actually. I, I jog there. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't even wear all black because I don't want that perception on me. That's man. the thing. Too, well, well not, yet another reason why Longoria and I don't exercise is for anything that comes up that. <laughs> but but if, like if, if so, my, one of my best friends, his his son is uh, about to turn 19. He's in college now and he's a he's a division one athlete like me. And um, he's working out. You know, they're in COVID right now. So he's at his dad's basement. He's working out and he's running all the time. And I want to tell him, like. All right, put on, I mean, get the most ridiculous joggers outfit you can. Like, like I'm talking. Pink one with the reflective yeah, stuff. Like Richard Simmons kind of like <laughs> workout clothes. So no one can mistake you for running from a crime scene. Like, oh, he's wearing a pink headband and tight shorts and, you know, a Nike uh uh, halter top. Like, there's a lot of runners in my neighborhood too. I feel like you know when someone's kind of being shady, yeah. and when someone's just running. You, they just have a different purpose about them. You yeah. know, if you're a runner, but that's a judgment you know, call. You know? I say go yeah. all out, Richard Simmons. Make sure there's no doubt you are just jogging. Lee, I appreciate the call. Thank you for listening, buddy. We're going to come back more of your calls. Obviously, a very sensitive subject. Uh, what what happened in? Glenn County, Brunswick, Georgia, now a national story. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Heard there could be snow in New England today, this weekend. Is that yeah, possible? Yeah, the East Coast is going to get some snow. It's May 8th. Yeah. Unbelievable. What is the world coming to? 404-872-0750, Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Live with you till 8 in the p.m. talking about that uh, tragic story in Brunswick. Dave joins us in Clayton. Dave, welcome to the program. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Trying to quit smoking, but it's not going too good. Toughest thing <laughs> but, I ever had to do. Oh, it's horrible. So I mean, hard. With what we're going through these days, it's just not a good time to try. I swear I gave up. You know? Yeah, I, I, anyway, I feel you, buddy. I'm, I feel just like you, Marco. Uh, I'm Jewish, you know. I'm real sensitive. I'm oversensitive, you know. So I, I would have felt the same way you did, you know. But I tell you what, I listen to WSB all day long. You know, I, I'm gonna talk to O'Neill again tonight. I talk to him every week. The Hitch House. Yeah, that's right. But um, uh, this story here just really gets my goat. I mean, I just. I wish I hadn't even watched a, a video. I mean, it just, yeah, it's, it's just upsetting. Something horrible. Awful. You know? Horrible. Here's here's what I'm going to do. I mean, on the surface, listen, I, I've been around this news business long enough that you absolutely have to wait for all the facts to come in. But one fact I do know is these guys should have been arrested long before this. That's one fact I do know. What led up to this, blah, 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 that will all come out. And I'm going to wait and see what that is. But there's no way this should have happened on February 23rd, gone down in the street while jogging, and it took May 7th for an arrest. That is a fact that I do know. I don't know what's going to come out in court. I don't know what the McMichael buddies or brothers, father, son are going to say. 
That's yet to be determined. But on the surface, February 23rd to May 7th, that is not a good look. Charlene is in Oxford. Charlene, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? I'm fine. How are you tonight? Excellent. What's on your mind? Well, I wanted to let you know that while this video of the Brunswick incident is horrific, it's also just as horrific in France. It is an international story. My son is uh, watching uh, French TV. He's practicing his French. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, we see it come up on the French television, and it's just as horrible there, as I said, as it is here. Wow, the French news outlets are picking it up. Yeah, it's an international story, and while, of course, it's it's, uh, terrible for all of the people involved, but it's a terrible uh, image for our country. No doubt. How old is your son, Charlene? He's in his his early 50s. And he's learning to uh, speak French at that age. That's amazing. Well, he... He uh, is planning to go back to France to study. Yeah. And he just needs to bone up on it. And lo and behold, we were astonished when we sell the video uh, on our local TV. So that it is, is already an international story. Speaking of France, today is the 75th anniversary of v, uh, VE Day. 75 years. Unbelievable. Uh, Williams in Cleveland. William, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How's it going, buddy? What's going on, brother? Well, I'm just a plain old country boy, but. This thing is just killing me, man. It's, it's, I don't know how to explain how I feel about it. The, the arrogance, the audacity, the gall. These guys, I mean, it's not like this guy murdered somebody. This guy was, I mean, they thought he was a burglar. Yeah. You don't, I mean, you call the cops. You know what I'm saying? And it's not and like, so I'm, again, I'm not making excuses, but I'm just, you know, I'm just a, uh, you know, I'm a former good old country boy yourself, but just different side of the country. Um it's not like this guy, the the victim, was in their house, right, in, in their right. bedroom. Like he was running right. down the street away from them. Uh, right. it, it just seemed unnecessary to do this. With, well, it, it was vigilante, but no justice. If yes, that makes any exactly. Yeah, it, it makes me sick to my stomach too, William. Well, I hope these guys get what's coming to them. Yeah. You have a good day, sir. You too, Thanks. William. Appreciate it. And again, I'm not. I'm not. Let's see what they did. I'm not I'm not ready to uh you know throw these guys under the jail. Let's hear this is America. You get a defense, you get to present your side of the story. Let's hear what that side of the story is. But from what we know now, two things don't seem kosher. What happened on that video and what happened after that incident by the authorities in Glen County. Neither of those seem right to me. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. We'll take more calls on this. A major restaurant chain is closing its doors forever, even after the COVID. We'll tell you about that as well. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Most of my family here tonight, Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T Chuck Low is tea. out not shooting turkeys. Well, <laughs> shooting at them, but missing them. Missing them. He's, he gets, how many, Crystal Catfish Wheeler, who's uh, filling in for Chuck, is also Chuck's 
quasi boss, I guess. Um, how many hunting days a year does he get? 75. 75 hunting. That's more than my 72 <laughs> Jewish holidays I get and a year. And he brings back how much? He, I've never seen. Chuck Chuck gets some sausage uh, to Longoria once in a while. Yes. hey oh. I got some of that. <laughs> you got some of that? Yeah. I never got any of uh, Chuck's. Uh, sausage. Was it, was it deer sausage or was it? Wild boar? Wild, Wild boar, boar sausage, sausage yeah. yeah. All fictional to me. Uh, we'll continue <laughs> to take calls about the uh, the tragic story down in Brunswick, but I just wanted to mention quickly, and I do want to talk about this. Uh, Longoria, have you ever been to a Sweet Tomatoes restaurant? I have not. I've seen them. Have you seen them? Deb yeah. Green, you seem like a healthy eater. I have never been to one, though. Really? But I passed, I used to pass by one at my other job all the time. I dated, I've dated many vegetarians, and that was like their go-to spot. Vegetarians oh, really? love that sweet tomatoes, because mm. uh, it's like a huge salad bar place. But for guys like us, Longoria... There were good. There were other options. Oh, okay. Like they had a pasta bar. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. It was good. I actually always enjoyed. And they had these muffins. Like you could, like she would eat a salad, and I would eat a bowl of spaghetti and like twelve muffins. <laughs> so it was, it was not very healthy. Yeah, no. But I enjoyed it. But it's a buffet style place. Okay. You know, a salad yeah, bar yeah, style yeah. place. Uh, they announced they're closing their doors forever. Wow. Even after the COVID goes away. Uh, 97 locations nationwide of the sweet tomatoes, and there's there's a handful here in, in Metro Atlanta. Uh, there used to, I think there's one off of Northwood Hills that I used to go to, and they're done. They had a, they had an ice cream thing too. I mean, it was wow. like we would be, we'd be happy. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a Jason's Deli in the sense. Exactly. But, yeah. um, so you and I could go there, and we'd be full. But I called this man. I called this four weeks ago. I said any buffet restaurant is done now. Dunzo. You know the one I think is going to survive Piccadilly because they serve it to you. There's That's one not a person, exactly. You know, but I mean, it's kind of you know in the but, same. I think all buffets are going to have to go that way. Like someone's going to have to be there to serve you. But Sweet Tomatoes is like, no, it's yeah. it's going to be too. If you have to have one person doing the romaine lettuce and one person <laughs> yeah, doing yeah, the tomatoes, yeah. it's too it's too expensive. And I got sad news, and I'm a big fan, but I don't see how Golden Corral manages to mm. do this That's unless the one. they unless the Golden Corral clientele just doesn't give a blank about the COVID, you know? <laughs> and that could be true. Uh, sure. So, <laughs> they have all these new regulations that they have to follow, I understand. Too, so they would not be able to open Yeah, them. I understand. But um, but I, if you're a fan of Golden Corral or any buffets, even those big uh, Vegas buffets. Oh, Vegas is going to hurt because of that. They're not, they can't do it anymore. Maybe Vegas can pull it off somehow. But the one at Cherokee Casino, I love the buffet there, the uh, Grand Buffet. I don't know what yeah, it's called. Yeah. At the Cherokee Casino, it was great, but you can't have one guy s- scooping out the sesame chicken and another guy <laughs> yeah, be too giving you the pizza yeah. slices. It's just it's going to be too much. I did so. see somebody playing at a like a poker table or a table, yeah. And they, did you see the glass partitions yes. and the glass thing in yes. the front? I was like, wow, that's kind of weird. Whole that's going to be world. Whole, I think we're going to stick with that for like eighteen months. Yeah, then they're going to get rid of it, and they're going to be like, we haven't had a new case in four days. Get rid of everything. It's over. We got it. But, yeah, so sad to, uh, story for Sweet Tomatoes. Your thoughts on the future of the buffet business post-COVID-19. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Tom joins us in Canton, Georgia. Tom, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Doing great, you? Excellent. What are your thoughts on this Friday? I was talking about the murder down in South Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen the movie or video. I don't know any details, but I can say one thing. Only four know the facts, and three of them are here to tell their side of the story. That is that is very true. Right. Justice will come at the end. Yeah. Uh, maybe. And again, I, I we've been down this road so many times, not only with this type of story, but crime in general. 
And I've learned my lesson. You don't jump to conclusions. You wait till the facts are in. But I know two things that don't look good right now. The video that showed what happened. And thank God there was a video. If there was no video, we're not talking about that at all. So the the, the fact that there was video of it is a, a amazing, amazing coincidence. Um, and the second part is, why did the authorities not do anything? February 23rd, this this murder happened. And it took the GBI. And the GBI was on for like 10 minutes. Like, yeah, yeah, we're going to arrest these guys. That There's something shady uh, about that. But again, we're going to wait till the facts are in. Lynn is in Gainesville. Lynn, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Excellent. What's going on, Lynn? Oh, just a couple of things. Uh, number one, when I, when I heard that somebody actually videoed it, I'm like, okay, so who would just stand by and, you know, idly by and, like, watch that happen and not, like, scream at somebody and go, like, hey, what are you guys doing? Then you find out that they, uh, from what they're insinuating, who knows, that this guy was, like, sort of, like, trailing to see if he could, you know, videotape them arresting this guy. Yeah, he, was with, other, he was with the McMichael guys, yeah. uh, the third And then the other person. thing is, like, when I was 23, I was with our caddy. I was married to a professional golfer at the time. We were coming back from a tournament in Savannah, and we were going through, I think it was Candler County, and they saw, obviously, this white woman with this black man, and the guy just literally pulled us over. He took our caddy out of the car. He put him on the side of the road. I mean, it was like the scariest thing I've ever been through in my life. I had to show him my, you know, tour pin that showed that I was a tour professional's wife <laughs> to let him, you know, let him make him let. I mean, we weren't speeding. We weren't doing anything. Yeah. I, it was just like a speed trap thing. And it was like, I was like only like 23. I'm 64 now. But you know what I'm saying? You think, wow, this is like it's like this driving Miss Daisy. It's driving Miss Daisy. It's but right out of the movie. Generational. It's yeah. not going away. No. It's not going away. Can I ask you a question not related to the subject? Sure. What was it like dating a professional golfer or married to a professional golfer? That's pretty amazing. Um, it was pretty awesome for three years. And um, and we were we were we were on the Space Coast mini tours for like about four years, and then he went to tour school, got his card first time out, and um, boom, you know, we were out there in 1980. Uh, first tournament was out in Phoenix. He shot 67, 67, 68, 69, and he didn't win the damn tournament. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was really awesome. Why yeah. Why and, only three years? Is that when the career ended or you guys ended? Um, no, it was actually unfortunate. He, again, was with his caddy, and they were going through Albuquerque and, um, and hit black ice. And uh, the car turned upside down and backwards, and he was underneath the steering wheel. And um, so that was the end of that. That, that was I mean, he survived, but he couldn't play anymore. He couldn't play anymore. Oh wow, wow, that's so that's sad. What a great call, though, Lynn. That's that's pretty amazing little slice of life right there to be married to a, a PGA Tour professional. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Uh, you know, like one of my favorite stories, Cypress. You know, at, at Pebble Beach, and we drive up next to the sky, and we're like taking the bags out, going to the driving range, and all of a sudden the sky goes, "Great morning, beautiful morning. How are you guys doing?" We look over, and it's like Arnold Palmer. I'm like, "Oh my God, I can die now. That's I can amazing. literally die now." So yeah, and it was it was a phenomenal trip. It was a, a, a phenomenal experience yeah, for, for for people that were 23 years old oh yeah <laughs> you know we were we had no idea what the heck we were doing but we had a blast that's amazing we had a blast. lynn thank you so much for the call and thanks for listening i appreciate it uh freddie's in douglasville freddie welcome to the show hi mark um first i would like to say that my thoughts and prayers to the family south mm-hmm. georgia um 
I have two quick points I'd like to to say from my point of view. One is being a nurse for 22 years, our bodies have a normal fight or flight syndrome. And if I was out running and I saw somebody pull up to me in a pickup with guns, um, my natural instinct is going to either fight or run. Mm -hmm. And obviously um, he was, he was, looks like trapped uh, according to what I saw. Um, And then I get to thinking, well, call the cops. Well, it looks like now we've got an issue with that also. So what, what, what are they supposed to do? Um, this, this kid to me for burglary, um, it's very, very sad to me. Well, it's, I mean, that's, that's just hearsay. There's, there's no proof that he was burglarizing anything. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing saying that this guy had done anything. He was just happened to be jogging. Jogging, You know, they say everybody has a, everybody has a twin. Well, that just turns around and terrifies me. And I could be at work. I could be on my way to work. Somebody say, Hey, I saw you in, you know, East LA. Well, I'm in Georgia. Well, that doesn't matter here. Yeah. I've got a gun. Let's go. That that to me is not right, and I think it is extremely sad um, that it takes um, somebody from out of the jurisdiction to see within just a few minutes that this is way beyond and needs to be uh, addressed. Indeed, and, and again, thankfully, the video was leaked. Whoever did leak that video, I think Tony Thomas said it was a lawyer not involved with the case leaked the lawyer leaked the video out to the media. Otherwise, the, you know, he the the uh, Ahmad Arbery's death would be for naught. It would be totally. I mean, it was being swept under the rug. It would still be under the rug. But now, fortunately, it's seeing the uh, it's seeing the light of day. Eric is in Alpharetta. Eric, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Hope you're doing well during our Corona shutdown here. I'm doing the best I can, brother. How are you holding up? Yeah, I'm doing all right out here in Alpharetta with the rain. But uh, man, I, I I mean, those guys are crazy. They're, they you know, they could be rent who knows, you know, whether or not whatever the individual's motivation were, but I think the big picture is the abuse of power and uh government yeah. overreach you. You know, uh, GBI should have been involved from the get go on this. Any any officer, whether it's a local sheriff, whether it's DNR, whether it's whatever, if if there's a crime involved, GBI ought to be Looking at it, but you heard uh, you heard I, Tony Thomas say the GBI can't force themselves into the situation. The local jurisdiction has to ask for the GBI help. The question is, if this guy was former law enforcement, uh, the father McMichael, why didn't yeah. they call in the GBI? That should have been the first thing. Yeah, yeah, good old boy network, man. Blue protects blue marks. Well, blue but blue. I mean that, but that 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 happens in a lot of professions too. I understand what you're saying, like. There's the you know the the code the blue code the code of silence et cetera but that happens in a lot of professions. Radio folk protect radio folk. Longorias protect Longorias. Uh, roofers protect roofers. Truck drivers protect. Tr- I mean we we're very we're a pack community pack mentality a lot of times. So I get that. But this uh, there's just a lot of a lot of stuff that isn't right about this story via. Uh, the Instagram Piccadilly uh, message board from uh, Tishabura. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. The Golden Corral in Buford has a sign saying they're opening June 4th. We're going. Those, so the G, you're going. So the GC says, we're back, baby. <laughs> we're back. June 4th, the GC, the Golden Corral in Buford is going to reopen. Best of luck. Don't want you to go the way of the uh, sweet tomatoes. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. 
Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Lloyd joins us in uh, lovely Conyers. Lloyd, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Mark. How about you? Excellent. What's on your mind on this Friday? <clears throat> well, I'm a little disturbed by, um, obviously, the information that came out of, you know, in the video and everything like that. Uh, it just bothers me. Uh, primarily because, you know, you got people going out taking action that we got. We have we hire police for a reason. You know, something as simple as uh, talking about a burglary suspect, somebody should be making a phone call, not chasing down a stranger on the street. Obviously, they didn't see him steal anything. Uh, that tells me that they just made an assumption when they saw the guy running. And uh, I think even even if they if you were suspicious, right? So this is what I mean. This is what I would do. And again, I'm Monday morning quarterback in this. Um, I I would call the police. And if I if I thought that there was a chance that this person could disappear, I would follow from a safe distance. You know, like don't escalate the situation and and stay on the phone. Like I've been I've called in drunk drivers before to the police, and I'd be like. I'm going to stay on the phone. I'm going to follow this car. Like, it's on uh, it's on Howell Mill Road right now. All right, he's taking a left on 14th Street. And I'm not trying to stop him. I'm not doing a citizen arrest on the on the drunk driver. But I am following at a safe distance and letting the authorities know where the alleged suspect is. Exactly. And, and one more point, I, just to make it clear. I'm a, I'm a gun owner. I believe in gun rights and mm-hmm. gun ownership. But I believe you got to be responsible with those things. Somebody chasing somebody, there's no reason I would leave out of, out of a house. Well, my safety is, so to speak, to go chase somebody down in the street that has nothing to do with me. Yeah, You can come and rip off my TV downstairs. I'm not coming downstairs to confront you. Now, if you come upstairs, that's, that's a, a whole different story. Yeah, exactly I'm there right. to protect life. Yeah. Property, no life should be given before property. It makes no yeah. sense. But, but again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this one more time. We don't know all the facts. So no. until that happens, we're, I'm going to save judgment on this, but I know what I don't like so far. I don't like that video. That video is just, uh, just gut-wrenching. And I don't like the fact that the authorities sat on this from February 23rd and didn't do anything until the GBI got involved on May 7th. That's way too much time. And if it wasn't for that video, we wouldn't know about it. We wouldn't be talking about it. We'd still be talking about sweet tomatoes. I also want to talk about the anniversary of Coca-Cola. Got some old Coca commercials I'm going to play coming after the break. And... Uh, COVID conference calls. I had two of the worst COVID conference call experiences you can imagine. I'll tell you about that when we come back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. The lovely and talented Cheryl Castro's got your news, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Henry Winkler. How are you? And you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. How lucky are you? How lucky am I? I'm 24 minutes away from my weekend beginning. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m., uh, talking about Sweet Tomatoes closing all 97 of their stores nationally. Here's another thing, Longoria, Deb, and uh, Krista Wheeler. I'm making another prediction. So I predicted the buffets were going to close. Yeah, I got, yeah. we have audio right, you of that. You called that a long time long ago. Time ago. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm going on the record now. It's 736 on May 8th. Do you know what the next business to close is? What? The birthday candle business. The birthday candle. Birthday candle. Somebody, I saw that the other day. About, Ma- did someone say that? Well, about blowing on a cake, and then we all eat it. Oh. Yeah. Never. I'm never eating a cake that, I mean, and I love cake. I mean, there's not many more things I love in the world than cake, but I'm not eating a cake that someone blows on now. You've got these digital ones now that are controlled by your phone, so you well, just that, turn them on, turn them off. But whoever makes those birthday candles, they're look, they're going to be looking for a new job, or they'll have to get into the aroma uh, industry, the, <laughs> the scented candle industry or something. <laughs> they're going to have to change things up, because I tell you what, 
no one's buying birthday candles, birthday cake candles anymore. This is not going to happen. You think about it, it's pretty gross we've been eating it for all these years. I've never put candles on a cake. No? Not since I was a little kid, yeah. No. Well, you did it for your birthday oh, yeah. and your for daughter's. The, for the girls, yeah. yeah, all the time. And then, I mean, and your daughter's spit all over exactly <laughs> right. And you know what? I happily ate that yeah. piece of cake. But now in the age of Rona, not going to happen anymore. Uh, we're going to get back to your calls in just a second. But on this date, in 1980, uh, 1886, Coca-Cola was invented by John S. Pemberton. Uh, and to me, there's nothing more Atlanta than Coca-Cola. So I wanted to pay a little homage to the greatest soft drink, maybe the greatest drink of all time, by playing some old Coca-Cola commercials. This one's from the 50s. Uh, Nothing Like a Coke was the name of the song. There are times every day as you work or you play when a pause would be welcome to you. This is even before my time. And it's then that you find the bright thought in your mind that only a Coke will do. Coca-Cola was created as an alcoholic beverage to help curb addiction. When Prohibition hit, Pemberton switched to cocoa leaf extract, corn syrup, flavoring oils, and cola nut extract, which was added for caffeine. Yes, for a bright taste and a bracing sparkle, for perfect refreshment every time, there's nothing like ice-cold Coca-Cola. There's nothing like a Coca-Cola, nothing like Coca-Cola, now the most widely distributed product on the planet, the name Coca-Cola refers to two of its original ingredients, cola nuts and cocoa leaves. Coke used to be free, free Coke when it first started. It was a vehicle to promote Pemberton's soda fountain. Uh, Asa Griggs Candler, the famous Candler family, handed out coupons good for a free serving. Once people tried it, they kept coming back for more and forking over Five whole cents for a glass thereafter. For fast refreshment, there's just nothing like a frosty bottle of Coca-Cola. So tangy in taste, so ever fresh and sparkle. Coke has a distinctive flavor that's never been equaled. And the way Coca-Cola brings you back so refreshed, so quickly. Mm. For Coke offers a bit of wholesome energy. Gives you a bright little lift just when you need it. In any season, enjoy bracing Ice-cold Coca-Cola. As, as we go down memory lane, Deborah, can you find the Coca-Cola commercial mm-hmm. from the Ricky Gervais movie, um, The Invention of Lying? It's hilarious. So funny. All right, more Coke. This was a Coke commercial from the 60s. Now for a lively lift. Ice-cold Coca-Cola. There's no waistline worry with Coke, you know. Actually, this individual size bottle has no more calories than half a grapefruit. That can't be mm, true, right? <laughs> that can't be true. Back then in the 60s. That can't be true. More than 10,000 Coca-Cola soft drinks are consumed per second. Fewer food flavors. I guess that's why everyone likes Less calories than half a grapefruit? I don't know about that. The bottle was originally shaped like a bean. And that lively lift, Coca-Cola did have some cocaine in it. The first very Coca-Cola products contained cocaine about nine milligrams per glass it was removed from the drink in 1903 can we get buford our drugs are to find out how expensive nine grams of cocaine would be uh this is a more not five cents <laughs> not five cents uh more coke commercials this is from the 60s that refreshing new feeling any place any time is a good time for coke Catchy. Yeah. 
How about this, Longor? You want to try every Coke product ever made? Sure. It would take you... One person, one Longoria, drinking one different Coke product a day over nine years to try them all. Really? Yeah. One a day for nine years to get all the Coke products. Coke was used as a medicine for infants. Coke enthusiasts of the late 1800s were not exactly concerned with the effects of sugar water on babies. Fussing infants were sometimes giving drops of the drink and hoping it might calm them down. Maybe... Not with a Coke in it. Yeah. Maybe. My parents did that with brandy. Yeah. You know what I had to teeth ache? Rum. Yeah. Rum was with mine, yeah, when you were teething. Uh, maybe it'll help prevent the COVID. Did it, but, but, you know, we, we need medical doctors to look at that. <laughs> maybe Coca-Cola can prevent the uh, the COVID. Oh, this is the new Coke era. This is Max Hedrum commercial from the 80s. You said the P word. So what I want to know is if you're drinking Coke, if you can't beat it, catch the wave. Coke. That's, that sounds like uh, Jim Carrey. Doesn't that sound like Jim Carrey? A little Max bit when you're just like listening to it, yeah. Coca-Cola was the first soft drink in space. It got there in 1985 and beat Pepsi by a whopping eight hours. Coca-Cola still uses the famous script logo that Frank Robinson crafted in 1891. Not Hall of Famer Frank Robinson, but apparently an artist named Frank Robinson. Coca-Cola from the 80s. Probably the most famous Coca-Cola song, at least in my generation, is I'd Like to Buy the World a Coke. You should have that. Yeah, you guys all remember that one? Yeah. To buy the world a home and furnish it with love. Grow apple trees and Coca-Cola is the second most known phrase in the world after OK. That's amazing. Okay, and then Coca-Cola, the most known phrase in the world. There are only two countries that don't sell Coca-Cola, Longoria. You want to guess what they are? I don't know. They're pretty easy if you think about it. Two countries that don't sell Coke. One of them is in the news, like, all the time right now. Yeah. Kim Jong-un, North Korea. Oh, really? North Korea? No Coca-Cola products there. The damn West. And Cuba doesn't sell. Really? That's pretty amazing. They don't even have Mexican Coke? No, <laughs> Not, they should. Yeah. No, they don't. I read something about that, but I forgot what it was. But yeah, no Coke in Cuba. Pepsi land there. Coca-Cola, the first ever Olympic sponsor in 1928. Can't remember. I can't forget this one. Can't beat the real thing. My favorite Coke of all time is, of course, Cherry Coke. Here we go, Longoria. Studies have proven that Coca-Cola, especially Diet Coke, is an effective spermicide. However, doctors say it is not a recommended form of birth control. How about uh, Coca-Cola is it? I don't remember this one. This is this is to me the most famous Coca-Cola commercial of all time. I might be a little too old for you, Longoy, to remember this one, but for me as a kid, I stopped to watch this commercial every time it came Joe on. Green. Yeah. Oh, I remember this. You need any help? Me and Joe Green. Mm-hmm. I, I just want you to know, I think, I think you're the best ever. Yeah. Sure. 
Want my Coke? It's okay. You can have it. No, no. Really, you can have it. <sighs> okay. So I remember after that commercial came out, the commercial was, the kid gives Mean Joe Green his Coke, and then Mean Joe Green turns around and gives him his jersey. Right. Every single baseball game I went to after that, you took I'd be like, with you. Reggie Jackson, you want my Coke? <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Jackson, t- take my Coke. Never, never worked. Reggie never threw me anything. And finally, perhaps the, uh, the greatest scandal involving Coca-Cola, infamous new Coke. I'm Don Keogh, president of the Coca-Cola company. When we brought you the new taste of Coke, we knew that millions would prefer it, and millions do. And we knew that it would beat the taste of our major competitor, and it does. What we didn't know was how many thousands of you would phone and write asking us to bring back the classic taste of original Coca-Cola. Well, we read and we listened, and you know the rest. They're both yours, the new taste of Coke and Coca-Cola Classic. Your right of choice is back. Coca-Cola apology. I actually liked New Coke when it came out as a, when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, I didn't mind it. Uh, here's uh, this is great. So the this is the Ricky Gervais movie, The Invention of Lying. It, it's a world where no one can lie. Everyone has to tell the truth. So you can imagine in advertising, that's a little uh, it's a little awkward. Here's a Coca-Cola ad from the movie Invention of Lying with Ricky Gervais. Coca-Cola. I'm here today to ask you to continue buying Coke. Sure, if you drink, you've been drinking for years, and if you still enjoy it, well, I'd like to remind you to buy it again sometime soon. It's basically just brown sugar water. Haven't changed the ingredients much lately, so there's nothing new I can tell you about that. Uh, changed the can around a little bit, though. You can see the colors are different there, and you've added a polar bear, so the kids like us. Coke's very high in sugar, and like any high-calorie soda, can lead to obesity in children and adults who don't sustain a very healthy diet. And that's it. It's Coke. It's very famous. Everyone knows it. I'm Bob. I work for Coke, and I'm asking you to not stop buying Coke. That's all. <laughs> it's a bit sweet. <laughs> he goes, it's a bit sweet at the end. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So, uh, I mean, I had to honor Coca-Cola's birthday. 1886 was the birthday of Coca-Cola, May 8th, 1886. We'll come back. We'll finish your calls uh, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. It's going to be a tough call for star of the show. I might have to give it to Catfish Wheeler for what she's been saying off the air. That's been gold. Uh, don't call with lines are full. We'll be back and finish up the calls. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB Atlantis News and Talk. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the show. Got to be quick here. I'm so sorry we run out of time. Edward's in Atlanta. Edward, welcome to the show. What do you have? Hey, what's up, Mark? How are you, I sir? Uh, a- ABC had an article just today. My man Shannon Brown, who used to play um, for the Lakers, and oh, I saw that story. Yes, yeah, so he w- now. Do you want me to recap so, it real quick? Hey, go ahead, shoot. So Shannon Brown, uh, former ball player, was at home. His home is for sale, and two people came into his home, and you know it wasn't an open house or anything. He just had a for sale sign on him. And he like shot at him as they were going away. Like what you know, he had two intruders in his home, and they arrested him. Right, that's the story, Edward. That, that's it. And, and, and the thing about it is, if I was a bet, I would bet that they're white. And here it is, four hours later, they call. He got arrested because they found a shell. Yeah, no state, no state your ground some, for Shannon Brown. Yeah, I mean there are some serious issues with race relations in this country. I, I am just, and people would want to avoid it, but it's, there's no getting around it. Indeed, stay safe, Edward. You same. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Ricky's an Alpharetta. Ricky, real quick, what do you have? Hey, um. 
basically, since I was going to talk about Brunswick, but we'll, you know, we'll talk about Coca-Cola. Okay. The biggest marketing prank of all time was New Coke. That's what they say. Because, because back in the day, Pepsi was coming over their stock and it was going over them. So they scared the public by saying, well, we're going to change our formula. <laughs> and I remember and my mom. Said, no, 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 don't change the formula. And so they called it now classic coke yeah and they have when never- they announced that uh coke was go was was going away i remember everyone rushed to the supermarket like we're doing with toilet paper now people are rushing out longoria you weren't here you were south of the border but here in the united states of america people are rushing out and stockpiling on that old coke russ joins us in gainesville russ wow, real quick what's up buddy and i want to talk to you you were uh saying the birthday candle business was going to be going i'll tell you something else i think could be going that you're involved with. Okay. Poker. Yeah, it's tough. Well, Longoria said they've they've come up with poker tables now. They just started using it at some of the casinos out west, and there's basically plexiglass between each player and in front of the deal. I mean, it's so weird looking. Maybe I'll, I'll tweet out a picture of what poker tables will look like post-COVID. Justin's in Lawrenceville. Justin, real quick, what do you have? Hey there. I was just going to mention something about the Brunswick incident, but probably don't have much time, so I was just going to, Make the point that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. He didn't? Mm-mm. Who did? Don't know. All right. Maybe it was Randall and coming. Randall, did you kill Epstein? No, I didn't kill Epstein, but <laughs> I'll tell you something about Russ in Gainesville, man. Ask Russ about the butter story. Then. It's like 40 years ago. The butter story? Yeah, the All right. butter story. I like it. So on Monday, Russ is going to tell us about the infamous... Butter story. Let's do star of the show. The butter story. What a great tease. And now, are you guys ready Can't for wait. the market? Monday, the, the butter story from Russ. Uh, two stars of the show tonight. The ladies get them both. Crystal Catfish Wheeler was hilarious. Hilarious, as always. And Deb Green found all those great Coke uh, commercials for us. So, good stuff. Um, it was a little more serious than I like on a Friday, but that's what we do here on the Mark Aram Show. We will continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet, and it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.